I can't be programmed to be thankful. I have no family. And I will never enjoy the sensation of eating food. But happy Thanksgiving anyway American humans. On November 29th and 30 Gabriel will be at Heckler's in Victoria, British Columbia. That's in Canada. Canada has their Thanksgiving the second Monday of October, where they all gather with family and give thanks they don't live in America. Next week is the start of the holiday comedy season and it's time for Gabriel to watch his fucking language and do some private Christmas party gigs. For more info and for all of Gabriel's show dates go to gabrielrutledge.com. Now it's time to relax, laugh, and learn nothing. Episode 48 of Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge starts right now. And now here's your host, Gabriel Rutledge. Uh, okay. I think we're rolling. Okay. Um, I have a guest today, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll give you some plugs. Um, okay. <laughs> Did you write them down? Uh, on Amazon Prime, you can watch 80 for 80. You can. It's a sports-style documentary about oxygenarians. Nice. Uh... She also uh, hosts a podcast called The Hug Life with Mike Coletta. Mm-hmm. Um, she travels the world as a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Monica Nebbe. Oh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we are uh, podcasting from uh, a cave, a tomb uh, here in Wichita, Kansas. Yes. There are no windows. Nope. Uh, there is no hope. There, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Sometimes there's no hope when there are windows, and this is uh, really putting it. There's also you can see the exposed ceiling. Yeah, the exposed the ceiling is just like. Uh, is that like that in your room? Yes. Okay, because it's not in mine. It's like oh, office really? building. Those those like really light tiles. That's yeah. what my ceiling is. Which I don't know if that's better or not. But yeah, I'm not sure either. But <laughs> yeah, just when I'm going to bed, and I look up into the dark rafters, and I'm just like, nothing good's up there. You no, know what I mean? There's no, no what well, and then, critters. Okay. And you guys weren't here yet, so we did Tulsa last week and then came to Wichita. You got to go home in between. I didn't, so I was here alone <laughs> in this cave for two nights. And the first night, the manager came in, and he's like, oh, hey, uh, well, I got some weed if you want it. Also, this place is haunted. Okay, see you later. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> So then I'm like here, like I saw all of the lights. Like I turned all of your guys' lights on too. I don't know why that was gonna help me. I'm all the way on the other side Ghosts of this hate condom. Light. They hate it. They can't be there. <laughs> I did have that thought at one point, and I was like, well, you never see any like scary movies with the lights on. You know. See, I don't even think I believe in ghosts, but I can, my mind could be changed. Yeah. So I'm still not 100% confident. I like hearing those stories, kind of. You know, like that stuff's interesting to me. But I don't know if I'm like. They said they had, like, ghost hunters come here. Oh, okay. And they said that there's, not to freak you out on the last night, but two kids in here, and then a, a guy that is on the back of your toilet. Like, he sits on the top of the toilet, like he's doing an oh, upper decker or something. I uh, <laughs> I did feel like I was getting a shoulder rub. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what a relaxing event this is. <laughs> but so they tell me that, and then I'm, like, in there with the door closed, and I'm like, I can hear everything. It, there's, it's got to be nothing. But I'm just, I took a bath. I got a real fucked up neck, so I like, t- I found Epsom salt, and I was like, yeah. all right, I'm taking a bath. And then I'm sitting there, and I was like, 
I swear to God, somebody's walking around out there. Like that's oh. what it sounds like. But it's it's got to be just because I was like, yeah, and there's freaked out about there's it. when they're we're right. I mean, through the wall is the club. Right. So there's thumping going on. There's there's a train. There's, yeah. There's noises, but well, and like this is still outside right here too. So the yeah. As much as Wichita doesn't look like anybody lives here, I think there are people sometimes. <laughs> so they could I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe in ghost towns. Yeah, because there's, it's we, we're downtown, and yeah. there's like seen like three people walking I know. around. That's <laughs> it. It's so weird. That's it. And uh, also, <laughs> by the way, how come that hasn't been a movie? Toilet ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I use your bathroom? Right. Bum, 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 well, and bum, then bum. everyone's like. <laughs> I think I'll just hold it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how they killed Cindy. <laughs> she went to the bathroom. She had some bad shrimp. <laughs> uh, we, I mean, this is three weekends in a row for us. Yeah, it is. Because we did the APCA College thing. Yeah. We did uh, Tulsa, and now we're in Wichita. Yeah. And then our time is over. And but then we never talk again, actually. No, so absolutely. Good thing absolutely we're recording not. this. Yeah. <laughs> we the end of our relationship. Documentation. <laughs> um. But I was thinking about a very memorable trip that we took years ago, okay. which was kind of, um, <laughs> in some ways, kind of a rock bottom for me. Not your part of it and not the <laughs> shows, but I am uh, a bit of a people pleaser. Okay. Um, I've learned in counseling <laughs> that uh, like maybe because I have a Down syndrome brother, all the kudos I got as a kid were like for not being a problem. Okay. You know, because he was, he almost died all the time. and Right. So like more the, of the attention. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Naturally, not their fault. Right, of course, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so that trip we took to Grant's Pass, <laughs> uh, the booker at the time was like, the hotels sold out. Yeah. I think she said all the hotels were sold out. There that's, aren't any hotels. Can't possibly be true. No. I mean, Grant's Pass isn't big, but there's more than one hotel. She right. probably meant the one we normally use. Is right. Like, you can't do, get it there. So she said... We, uh, I work at this like retirement village Mm -hmm. and you can stay. There's like an apartment on the grounds. I thought like kind of separate. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just like, okay. Which is like, when I think back, I'm like, why did I say, okay, it's not okay. It's not okay at all. And then, uh, even on top of that, she's like, hey, would you give the, um, would you give the residents a little 10-minute performance? And I was like, okay. <laughs> All of these should have been no's. Probably. And I dragged you along. <laughs> well, and the, <laughs> the better part of this is like, I'm also kind of a people pleaser. And at the time, I was like, yeah, I want to do road stuff. Sure. And of course, I like working with you. So, of course. You know, yeah. like, I didn't even think about it at all. When the when the doing the show for the <laughs> retire home came up, you were like, you don't have to do it. I was like, okay. <laughs> But and we did that bar the night before that was like that hotel was actually kind of cool yeah because it was like right on the water and it was like a it was like a lover's getaway it, you know? yeah, and it i was, was like very... Ooh, it was made out of wood i had a good time but then the next day we're at this it was a nice apartment i suppose in yeah. but it's inside of this retirement community and like the shower's got like a pole yes. thing in case you fall and stuff like it wasn't <laughs> There was Bob was written in Sharpie on my towel. Like it was a weird, I have a picture from that actually, but um, <laughs> this is just a weird, yeah, it was different. But I, I mean, I tell that story a lot. Cause it's, it's, yeah, that's true. It is. It's funny, <laughs> but it's also like, I really had to reevaluate 
like, what am I doing? Like, I'm pretty good at saying no to money if it's not good enough. Right. But like things like that are just like, what the, we, I mean, we went to the, like the cafeteria with all the other old people. Right. And they were mean and had saltless food. There was nothing. We had turkey sandwiches for <laughs> yeah. dinner. And then. They uh, were mean. Yeah, they were. <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, just sit over here. With the, you can't sit there. Don't sit over there. Like, and all the, there was like the ladies tables like staring at us. And mm-hmm. there was like all the old guys. Like they were, it was interesting. It was like elementary school all over again where they were like, don't, that's, they're nice, but they don't know who you yeah, are. Yeah, it was real. Okay. Uh, it was mean senior girls. <laughs> they were. Well, <laughs> Then the actual, the actual show part, which for me is a great memory because I didn't have to go up and meet it. <laughs> and I, not to just pump you full of compliments, but you are one of my top favorite comics. I appreciate that. Thank you. But I've never really seen you struggle. <laughs> <laughs> and Until the, then. Right. And, then, and it wasn't even that. It was just like, like some they're nice and they're like looking at you, but some of them just start talking to each other and then... All of a sudden, this old lady comes out in her little scooter, and she's like, will you tell him to be quiet? I can't hear my TV. Yeah. And then she starts watching and loves you more than anybody else. She, she was laughing <laughs> so right. hard. She was my fan. She yeah. was like the one. And then afterwards, like, <laughs> just the, the look on your face is like, okay, well, all right, bye. You know, like, this is a weird ending. And then this lady stands up, and she looks at her boyfriend, which we found out. Yeah. That happens frequently there. But she was like, I didn't hear a word he said. And then just walked away. And I was like, well, it's not because they didn't like you. They couldn't yeah, hear they you. Just, <laughs> they literally couldn't hear they me. They couldn't yeah. hear. Somebody was asleep. Like, it was, the, it was so... It yeah. was just, like, on the couches in the lobby, too. It wasn't... And again, doing that for money is one thing. Right. But doing it for lodging that we were promised anyway right. is ridiculous. And Yeah, they're like, well, you can eat this free terrible food if oh, you yeah, do yeah, 20 yeah. minutes for people who are I think dead. We, like, we did that once. We ate the oh, food yeah, we didn't. Like, okay, that that's funny not. because I mean, I think we both do this normally on the road. Like, I just kind of go and walk around sure. and come back. But I remember us both leaving a lot earlier <laughs> 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 there <laughs> to go walk around. And we watched a lot of Family Feud. We did watch a lot of Family yeah. Feud, which uh, I should do more of. I Never don't enjoy it. Me too. Uh, but that yeah. was actually an interesting trip also because that show we did in, uh, I think it was Gold Beach, Oregon. Yeah. Like, I had done it a couple times. And I would describe it as like, like kind of a rowdy redneck bar. But I would say, it's fun. That's right. what I, and I, because the times before it was with men. <laughs> 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 and so, like... He's not saying I'm not fun. No, no, no. The way that they treated me was different. (laughs) It was like, it was, it was an, I mean, you know, I know as much as I can know as a man, how much harder it is to be a woman in general, especially in comedy and traveling. But it was like pretty enlightening because you go on stage. I don't remember what they said, but something horrible immediately. It was immediate. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, and it's funny. It's not really funny, but like. You've done this, Cameron, Mike does it sometimes where they go, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't, it's because that stuff happens so often that I'm like, that's not the first time somebody has done that to me. Right. But then they were so, like, I don't, I remember as well that it was something pretty crazy. Yeah. But I, I don't remember what it was. Like, that's how even (laughs) it's lost in the rest of my stories of, because it was some old guy, you Mm. know, that said something shitty and you're like, all right. And it was, it didn't really go poorly. Like we went back and forth and then I did no, my you material. Did well. Yeah. You did very fine. well. It wasn't even that. Yeah. And they were just rowdy in general. Like somebody threw a dick at you when you were on stage. Like it was, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it was so weird, but 
but afterwards you were like i'm just I'm not trying to white knight here but like that was ridiculous and i was like yeah i don't know whatever yeah <laughs> i know it is a weird it's a weird thing to be like um and again it was like a blip in the show and they did like you it right. wasn't even that but it was just like you know it's just a different thing i think i even brought that up one time someone asked me a podcast listener if how it was different for women to do comedy i'm like well i'm very qualified to answer this <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> one time i saw a thing but yeah. i think i even brought up that story because i'm just like it's even in the ways i i know about there's sometimes i don't think of just traveling take comedy out of it like i don't you know i don't i wish there wasn't an exposed roof or uh, <laughs> right, yeah. you know Things like that, but like, I mean, not to be too crazy about it, but like when women travel, it's like, hope we don't get raped and murdered. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like a different. I mean, the whole time I've been like, what if this ghost is a rapist? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it is a weird. And then like, I'm not, I'm not a mean person. I think I'm actually a very nice person, but I tend to be standoffish when I'm traveling because I don't want, I don't really want people to think they could come and talk to me. Yeah. But even like. Then because of that, it's this weird, like, well, you should smile more and stuff. But I'm getting that from, like, club managers. Yeah. Like, the people I have to work with mm -hmm. all weekend are saying, like, the stuff you're not supposed to say. And I'm like, great, I'm glad yeah. I'm here, you know. <laughs> Half the time, no one knows that I'm a comedian. Like, right. and even if you tell them, God, the bartender at that last, she was like, I don't get it. I'm like, I am the feature still. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> God. <laughs> Just trying to get half off chicken strips here. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That it's uh, that is an interesting thing. And also, like, the amount of people, like, we're in a condo right now. I mean, you already know me, but, like, you have to stay, not in the same room, but you have to stay with, like, strangers. Right. Strange men. Which has been uh, interesting before. Yeah. I've, lucky enough to have never had like a physical thing but i've heard people talk about me in the other room that oh, i like Jesus. didn't know and i'm like it's a weird thing that and i just isn't like all guys do this or married guys but to be like oh well if i wasn't married or if my wife saw her she'd be so mad like that kind of thing and i'm like she doesn't have anything to worry about what are you talking about like that's that unnecessary one, to say that one in particular is very odd that like my wife would be mad if I was. What is she? Right, because then otherwise I would totally fuck you. But a, I have a wife. You can't. Okay. You can't uh, travel the world as a comedian and have like Mike Pence rules for your marriage. <laughs> right, exactly. You know I mean? You're like, not allowed to talk to. <laughs> yeah, that's just a funny thing. But that's also a very married man thing to be like, if. If I was single, right. ooh, look out, world. Well, and I do still hear, like, a lot of married women, older women will say that, too. It'd be like, if I was younger, if I, I'd teach you something. You know, like, they say that right. to guys and stuff. So it's it's a, maybe it's just a older married thing. I don't know. But yeah. that does happen where maybe they think I can't hear them. And I'm like, I have to stay in this house with you. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, think that's, that makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, and that's, you know, that's why... Uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons, I think. These numbers are all changing. But I think that's one of the reasons, in general, there's so fewer, like, women headliners. Yeah. Because what you have to do to get through that, you know, paying your dues and all that shit, no matter what gender you are, is hard enough. Right. But then that other aspect of it where you're just like, you know what? There's no lock on this shitty hole. Oh, fuck this. Right. Fuck this. Well, and, like... I think about because people say like, oh, there's just less female comedians, and and it it never really seemed like that. I mean, there are 
yes, but it doesn't always seem like that when you are in the bigger cities. But then once I started traveling more, it's like, oh, yeah. fuck. Like, I'm, like, at the middle spot even, there's, like, maybe seven women that travel the way I do. Yeah. Like, that's it. Absolutely. And we're all just trying to get to, like, I need the headline so that I can afford to stay somewhere that mm-hmm. I feel safe. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, weird. Exactly. But then it's this whole other process in that, too. So it's... uh. I feel lucky, though, that I do have quite a few friends that are either will open for me or I, you know, like with you, I open for them that I know well and feel safe with and all that stuff. And then the more I can work with you or Brad or Mitch or whoever, you know, I do for that reason. This particular comedy club chain, the Looney Bin, um, I have worked with quite a few female MCs. I don't think once a female middle. Really? Honestly. And wow. I've been working here for 10 years. <laughs> I mean, it took him two years to say yes to, <laughs> yeah, to exactly. me, you know, So, but still, that's, you know. I think it's, I don't want to speak on anyone's behalf and I'm not defending anything, but I think sometimes people, club owners, are more scared of their audience than they need to be. Yeah. They're like, I don't know what my audience is going right. to think. I'm like, they'll be fine. They are fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. And at all of the clubs that I've worked for them, I think they've enjoyed yeah. me fine. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. And I've worked in shittier places in more rural south than mm-hmm. this, you know, and it's always been fine. There's been interesting experiences, sure. but it's always been fine. Um, it's, it's funny. I don't know, because a lot of people, I think, watch us from afar and go, well, they're traveling all the time. It must be going so well. Yeah. You know, and you're like, well, I'm busy. That's kind of it. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean. So then, you know, I work fairly hard or I try to really, you know, it took me two years to get into these clubs to be like, oh, now I'm sleeping with ghosts and for shows yes. with 30 people or what, you know, and you're like, oh, do you really? I kind of get it when women are like, no, nah, I don't know if I want to yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's the crazy thing is it's like to like not even make that much money. <laughs> To middle at this club in this weird, possibly ghost-filled cave, <laughs> right? For shows that are fine, the shows are fine. But it's like, yeah, the shows are fine. it's like when you're actually living it, you're like, I don't know how great this is, but there's thousands of people behind you who would be like, give me that gig right fucking. Now. Yeah, exactly. That's what's crazy. Like there's other people that are working to be as yeah. stressed out as I am. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. That's absolutely true. Yeah. And it's, uh, I feel like. Uh, have you watched Comedian with Orny Adams and Jerry Seinfeld? Yes. It's, uh, I've watched it like, I don't know. I, I feel like I watch it three times a year drunk in my <laughs> hotel room. Just <laughs> like, I'm going to watch this again. <laughs> but uh, Orny, Orny Adams doesn't come off very well in it. Mm-hmm. He's actually, he's a hilarious. I've worked with him. He's hilarious. But I, as the years went on, I decided that if I said everything out loud that I thought, I would be Orny Adams. Okay. Do you right. know what I mean? Because yeah. he's like complaining about comedy. And he's yeah. Saying, he seems he's very ungrateful. Very, he a lot seems, of bitterness almost. In right. Him. But one of the things he said in The Comedian was, um, peop, I'm paraphrasing, but it was like people think you get into comedy because of pain. He's like, I didn't know pain till I started comedy. <laughs> and that's, that's how I feel. So, yeah. That's, that's how I feel where it's like the stresses that I have are like, Oh, this is an unmanageable life. That's yeah. that's why the stresses are hard. But and again, I am grateful, and I honestly, of course, I want more. But I I've gone further than I thought I would. Right. <laughs> it's such a weird thing because I feel like you go back and forth between those yeah. things where it's like, 
this is probably the first year financially that this it's stable for me. Um, I've also paid more for my career this year than I have before. Yeah. So, but you know, you work towards that thing and they always say like, Oh, you should, you know, if you, if this was the farthest you went, would you be okay doing that? And I no, because yeah. like I need to do more or mm-hmm. like, I understand why people don't just keep doing this forever in the same capacity that they always were. Like it either needs to continue to grow or mm-hmm. you do less or you, you know, yeah. I don't hold it against anyone if they're like, Oh, I, now I have a day job again, you know, and then I still make, Oh, I totally you know, get what that. I, yeah. When people tell me that they cut back or they have a day job, I'm like, good for you. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wish, I, I wish it could have been a hobby. You yeah. know, I'm way past that point now, but it is, sure. it is one of those things where I'm like, uh, I don't even know. Like a lot of times, I'm sure you too, but people who are less experienced than you kind of want to know yeah. how to do it or what it's like. And I don't want to be the negative person. I don't want to be like, don't just fucking find someone, make yeah, a baby. Don't do don't. it. <laughs> yeah. God. Make a baby. I don't want to be, because like people will say to me, especially people with kids, like you have kids, you're married. How are you making this work? And like the answer is I'm not right. You know what I mean? I, uh, yes, it's working, but it's also like, Oh, it's never, there's, how do you find the work life balance? I don't, Yeah, it doesn't exist. That was, we had that conversation a couple of days ago when you were like, uh, how do you make it work? You're like, I'm doing it. It's not working. Like yes, that. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's probably the best way to put it. Like exactly I right. am, well, and I'm almost 30. So yeah, it's a weird point right now. And I'm actually kind of struggling with that a lot lately. Is that like all of my friends are so impressed by it. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, you've done this thing for so long. This is so great. You're following your dreams, you know, whatever. But I am so not even close to the life that they have that it's really hard to be like, well, I'm glad it fucking looks like that. But I owe you like have a, you're getting married, you have a house, you have like all these things and a stable job that mm-hmm. maybe you're not fulfilled by, but otherwise I don't, yeah. you know, like I'm very much jealous of them uh, uh, more so, has to be more so than they would be of me. Yeah, I think there's a lot of sort of talk that comedians give ourselves where we're like, we have to do this yeah. because we're so different than other people <laughs> and like I couldn't have a normal job and it's not really true. No, I had this, a normal job before. There's this, a <laughs> separate path for all of us that could have led somewhere else. And don't get me wrong. It's so fucking cool to do this. I'm not, right. you know, I still have incredible yeah, passion for like it. <laughs> but there are other, there are other, I mean, I don't know. I'm, it's, I could be working at UPS or, you know, that doesn't sound better than what I do now. But I just mean, you can have a life. You can, uh, I mean, that's, um, I was actually thinking about that because I, w- I was asking you because I know you like uh, basketball was huge. When yeah. You were young, and what college did you go to? I went to Seattle U. So you were like, uh, uh, but you injured yourself mm-hmm. like early freshman year. Yeah, my fr- year? It, was, uh, it was the first day of conditioning oh, my freshman fuck year. That. Yeah, that's terrible. It is. So yeah. what do you ever think like? Do you think you'd be where you are now if you hadn't got hurt? Or do you think that set you on a separate path? I don't think I would have been where I am now. I can't say whether or not I would have not started stand-up. or not, You know what I mean? Uh, there's parts of me that want to think my basketball career would have went the way I wanted to and I would maybe still be playing now. But I don't know if that's true even right. without the in- in- injury. So, however, I don't know. It's very confusing because... 
think I started stand-up because of the injury. It was about eight months later. I'd already been writing jokes for like a couple years and was like, I felt like I needed something else. Because I identified as a basketball player mm-hmm. my entire life. But I was still at school. I was still with the team. I still I interned with them. My degrees in sports and exercise science. Like Everything else would have been about basketball somehow. And I actually feel really... Um, it's almost upsetting that it's not part of my life anymore. You know, like yeah. I do wish that I could still have it. I mean, I still, I go back and coach camp once a year with them and stuff like that. But it's when I'm there, I'm like, God, I miss this. You know, it's just so yeah. different. It was different than having a regular day job too. It's not the same as being on a team like that. And I'm still such good friends with all of my teammates. They come to shows, which is fun. Oh, but that's great. Yeah. I get to play with their kids. It's, you know, it's fun, but it, yeah, I really do miss. So there was the guy that kind of took my place in, in the internship slot after me. He then became the director of operations, which I could see myself doing that. And now he works for Team USA. And he's in Colorado Springs, which actually I get to see him next week, which is cool. But then you're like, this is like, like he's a year after yeah. me. And this is such a cool, like he's literally traveling with the women's basketball Olympic team oh, right now. Like, that's so crazy. But I could see myself. So I do miss that part. However, that schedule is crazy, too. Like, I just... Yeah. So the not having a normal job, maybe that wasn't... For me, I needed something that was going to be crazy. Um, but it, I do miss that part of it. And it's, <laughs> it's much healthier than this. Yeah. So... And you're with other people more. <laughs> so that part, I do, like, go back and forth. Where I'm like, I wonder if I could mix these two things together, you know? Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, that's one of the hard things about it. Comedy is, like, so all-consuming. Yeah. It's, like, it's even hard to, like, have hobbies and friendships. Yeah, and, <laughs> right. People uh, are like, do you get to play very often? I'm like, no. <laughs> I yeah. don't. I would love to, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you also, like, you know, uh, you say you're not where you want to be, and I get that. You're not where I want you to be either. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I would be a little upset if you're like, I wish you would just stay in this cave in Tulsa. A couple years from now, you could be whatever. in the room with a toilet ghost. <laughs> yeah, so, that's you true. Know, you keep working it. hard. You'll get the ghost toilet. <laughs> Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably... Have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, but if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry. And you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So worth it of course it is uh go to anchor.fm or the anchor app we now return to another riveting episode of the rutledges (laughs) 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 Um, but you also i am a big believer in this because i don't this sounds arrogant when i I don't care if it's arrogant i'm just gonna say it a, a lot of chatter about me is I should be bigger. Uh, and so I have to, that can get to you. Yeah. And I'm sure it gets to you too. Yeah. Because it's, we can't even live up to our fans' expectations for us. Right. And you know they, don't, I mean? they like, don't 
get it either. Like they're just like, why aren't you? Right. And you're like, well, I should have just done that. Right. No, that's not how it works. But I, but I, I, I'm this. I only brought that up to say this to you. I mean, you're not even thirty yet, and you have done a ton of stuff, and you've done. I mean, you have a TV credit. Well, I not even counting the documentary. I mean, I know that Fox show was like bullshit or whatever, <laughs> but it's still like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like you, you have to keep taking stock of, of what you have accomplished, and even still doing it is an accomplishment. Right. And you know, if you're making more money, all that it's not going to go backwards unless you want it to. Right. You know, so I would say um, that uh, it's. You're definitely on the path. Who knows where the path goes? But you're definitely on a path to like, you know, headline clubs around the country. And you know, it's it's funny because like if you talk about women headliners, you tend to say really it's like you know whatever Amy Schumer, uh, right? Like super famous <laughs> yeah. people that are doing theaters. Super and stuff. famous yeah. people. It's yeah. not so much the uh, undiscovered uh, just road person. Right. Yeah. But um, but who knows? You don't even know. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think if you just stick around, something will happen you didn't even see coming. I mean, you didn't see the Amazon Prime yeah. thing coming. So things like that, um, things like that will be around, and it just takes, uh, it just takes, uh, like, one person to be like, hey, do you want to do this? And, oh, fuck, now I'm in this whole nother path of, um, so it is, uh, it can be a discouraging business to be in, but it's also that's partly our fault because we just beat ourselves up. Right. Constantly. When it does feel sometimes like it is almost masochistic where you're like, I have to do this terrible thing. OK, or else if this isn't how we're like, I got to be on the road every week and I have to not talk to my family or whatever it is. Yeah. When I don't know if that's true, but we like tell ourselves that it's part of it or something. It's part of the uh, it's almost a romanticized. You can have nothing else. No relationships. No. I mean, y- you have to even if you're not traveling, it's like, how many times did you get up this week? Yeah. Two. Two. That's right. bullshit. You should have got up 12 you times. Took a whole like, week off? What the? Yeah. It's, well, and other comics talk like that all the time. Even the more famous ones are yes. like, oh, I went up three times last night. Like, I mean, Great. it's definitely. Um, I watched Love Island under a blanket. <laughs> it's a balance of that. <laughs> I feel better about that, honestly. Like, <laughs> now I have this new 10 minutes on Love Island. Right. I really do think I could talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, there, it's. it's uh, we equate sacrifice with success. Yeah. And part of that is true. Part of that is like, same with basketball. Of course you have to yeah. work hard. Of course you have to, but it is, um, when you're doing it for more than f- for five years, you have to go like, wow, is this the pace I'm going to maintain? And I also want some, I mean, you're in a relationship. That's another, now you're like, oh, there's other things. Yeah. There's you know. well, and that like literally I've been booking next year so differently for that reason you know like i i want to be present and for a long time i did do that whole like uh, oh i'll just i shouldn't be in a relationship because that's not functional and it is it's that's not true and i'm getting older anyway so it's like that's something that i really want and if i'm not able to like figure those parts out of my life then something needs to change anyway yeah so at least my relationship has pushed me to be like oh maybe you shouldn't be gone all the fucking time you know like that's true, and, and asking for more money too, so that has helped. Yeah. But <laughs> but even as uh, even if you want to make it about comedy, it's like being in a relationship is a thing to talk about. Right, it is in common with like all 
all of the sort of almost hack 80s comedy topics are like airline food hotels uh it's because that's all they were all traveling yeah that's doing all they were nothing doing. yeah do you know yeah. what i mean so it's like if you actually have a life that is somewhat similar to the audience yeah that's that's a nice thing to uh that's a nice thing to have and it i mean that's another i mean if you you've that's another thing about uh like i you know of course i have tons of guilt and i worry about this all the time but like it's generally accepted in society that I have children and I travel. Right. And because that's how I have to make the money and whatever. Right. If that is not the case for women no. who are comedians, if you have a baby, then it's like either you better be rich enough to travel with the kid and a nanny or um, you judgment, maybe judgment on yourself. I don't know, but it, it definitely is not as just accepted. Right. Um, and so I'm mean, have you ever thought about that? Like what that means to you? Uh, if you do have children someday, um, or maybe you wouldn't have them, but yeah, I don't know. I thought I, it's a weird thing. I do like parenting is exciting to me. Like I think that as I've gotten older, that seems, I really like my family and that's part of it. Like I would like to continue that, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I do think about that a lot and how, um, it wouldn't, I don't think I would ha like be like, oh, I'm just not going to do stand up anymore, but I would definitely do things differently if that I, <laughs> it's not, I don't know. I am. Um, yeah. I've never really had like the maternal instinct to like have a child, but right. for maybe a couple of years before this, I was like, maybe I would adopt a kid eventually, yeah. you know, and like something like, like, you know, relationship hadn't really come up, but it, so that's a weird thing. I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, I think about it. Yes, well, but I don't know. Do we have to figure it out right what now. My answer. This, this is this is this is this is for future. How Monica. are you going to deal with it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, look, it's all of my. Uh, you know, we. I had uh, my son was born when I had been doing comedy two years, and. Um, He's 17 now, so it's been a long-ass time. <laughs> right. But um, it uh, it was like, you know, at that time, I worked at, like, uh, a Mexican restaurant, and I did some – I got some money from comedy, not a ton, you know. Right. And um, we approached it like it was a reasonable decision. We're like, yeah, I think we can afford to do this. You deliver Mexican food and – tell jokes at casinos for a hundred dollars occasionally like this is a very reasonable you know and my wife uh at, she like worked for her mom doing office stuff at the time we're like yeah this will we we did it it none of that shit worked none of that <laughs> do you know what i mean and then yeah. it was like by the time we had another one uh my travel schedule probably not as much as i do now but it was still pretty established and it was like you know it's funny you say that about family because i went you know the first kid didn't go that great. My my <laughs> wife had bad postpartum. Okay. He was like not healthy. Yeah. You know, nothing personal against my son. I'm just right. saying it was He's a tough. He's an asshole. No, the, <laughs> no, yeah, it wasn't. The an doctor easy... was like, I've never seen a kid born an asshole. <laughs> right. <but> this one. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually born shitting, by the way. It was like, here's your baby boy, and it was just like, like, oh fuck dear you. lord. <laughs> like, we don't look alike. Like. It's just like <laughs> Uh, like, you want to cut the cord? Can you clean the shit first? Right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but w 
I went to my grandpa's funeral. We had one child, and we hadn't we didn't really know what we, if we were gonna have any more. And uh, it's that weird family thing where I just on the way home I'm like, we gotta have another one. Mm, it was just like this. It was just uh, third one was just like. Oh shit! But the, you know, <laughs> that's funny because I've always wondered because you have the joke about one of them yeah. being on purpose, and I'm like, which one is it? You know, yeah. <laughs> it it uh, the it took a while with kid number two, so it was kind of a surprise. Oh, okay. I was like, oh shit! Yeah, like um, because it had been like a year or something. But uh, but it is it is you know you don't think those thoughts till you get a little older in your life. But you're right. You're like, yeah, I want you know I'm a you know you you, you want to. A little kid with a Bud Light tattoo. Yeah, know. right? <laughs> I mean, it's... Uh, Monica has a Bud Light tattoo. I have a Bud Light tattoo and a Corona one, but they do match with my cousins. That's not like... It's <laughs> funny because I say that and people laugh, but I'm like, we really... Yeah, there's photos. Anyways, um, I like... It's such a weird thing to think. I love my grandparents so much, um, and I just think that my parents would be such good grandparents, and which is a weird thing to be like, oh, I guess I'll have a kid so you guys can play, you know, but yeah. I do like those things. It just adds all together where you're like, well, at least there's a good support system yeah. here. You know, I was very lucky with a good family, a good support system. And they, they're very sweet about it. And they're like, oh, you, you don't want kids. Or, my brother's right. nine years older than me. I was going to say, does your yeah. brother have any kids? No. And um, he just got married last okay. year. So my mother, I think, had completely given up on both of us as far as her being a grandma but my relationship now there's a six-year-old boy there's a there's a son and so we've only been together for like six months and she's like buying him gifts and shit i'm like oh god yeah so it's but she's excited in it's it's just a different way than i ever thought she would be like i knew Mm -hmm. they would be good at it but they're just yeah they're just great people and so there's a part of that just like wanting to add to it a bit no i get that i i just never thought i would i never had those thoughts uh until i got a little older and then um that it does like all of a sudden start to mean things to you and we were the the my brother doesn't have kids Mm -hmm. obviously my my dummy down syndrome brother does not have any kids (laughs) (laughs) but uh if he did it would be a lifetime movie something went wrong (laughs) something went horribly wrong But, uh, so we were like the first ones to give still the only grandkids. Um, and, uh, that was really exciting to like see my parents get to do that part of their life. And, and also it really, it made me appreciate my parents more. Mm -hmm. Not, I, you know, I didn't, um, I don't look back at my childhood like, uh, with bad feelings, but there was a bit of a religious rift. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. like, my parents are still very religious. I was until I was in high school. And I'm like, I don't think. Hmm. Yeah, this might not be for yeah. me. <laughs> so there, that, but it's like that kind of goes away when it's like, you know, when you see your parents loving your children, you're like, oh, fuck, this, this is all makes sense. You know, this is all, yeah. you know. So, um, but, you know, it is a. Uh, in some ways, these aren't any. De- these decisions aren't different than you have to make if if you had just have whatever a normal job is. Right. But it is, it is more complicated to. Um, I mean, that's what comedians fantasize about is normal shit. Oh yeah. Like I, I want to go out with my wife on a fucking Friday night. Yeah. 
like when she goes out with her friends and stuff and it's like it's just like normal it's like or i want to not do something on a friday night yes it's cool <laughs> absolutely i didn't have a new year's eve date this year and i was like kind of into it and then i just got one <laughs> <laughs> that's i'm going to a wedding but oh really the that's second funny. year in a row my brother got married on new year's eve last year and oh really? Yogi Polywall is getting married on New Year's Eve. This oh, year. are you going? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I took him to Gold Beach one time. Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say no? <laughs> he probably said something horrible about brown people. I don't remember, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, sometimes this sounds fucking. This is a kind of a downer episode i didn't mean it to be but <laughs> but it, it's it's uh just to commiserate with someone who has a similar life to me you know right. what I, mean? I can't help but talk about these things but you see like couples come into the comedy show and sometimes i'm like fuck i wish i was them right <laughs> i think chelsea Peretti has in her special when she's like look at you guys just looking out there just relax i wish i was you she's like just waiting for a genius to do whatever <laughs> they want. Like, but it's kind of true you're like how fun would it be if i was just at a show you know yeah. like i don't need to do anything that's yeah, great you know it, it is uh it is a thing but also like if i did to go to a comedy show that's not what i would choose to do right but if i did i'd be like i can't believe i don't get to perform like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah what am i doing nah, i could do better than this guy. yeah exactly <laughs> but, uh yeah, like we're we're going to see Frozen on Monday, and I'm like really excited about it. And it's at like 5 p.m. or something, and I'm like, this is great. Yeah. I'm gonna go to bed early still, <laughs> and like I don't have to do anything. We just sit there and watch a movie. That's awesome. Hopefully, there'll be some new songs just to mix oh, it up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, my kids, my girls did this weird thing where they loved Frozen, mm-hmm. uh, like every kid, mm-hmm. and then I guess they got old enough that they did that thing where you go like frozen yeah stupid it's frozen's fair. dumb <laughs> and then now that the new one's coming out they're back to like i mean i guess we could see they want to see you know <laughs> well, what i mean yeah, like, you want to see like, what happens I it's also been like quite a while it's been a long first time one, so uh but i didn't think that would happen and well one of my daughters is in sixth grade so that's like i thought it would start then it started way early, as far as like that's not cool anymore right. i'm like you're seven well that's it so i was working at the boys and girls club when that movie came out and so it was we had a count, like a countdown of like how many days they could go without singing a song. <laughs> Never got to one. I swear. It has God. been zero days. It's without... still zero days. Um, <laughs> but it was yeah, like the fifth graders were kind of like, all right, you guys can stop singing that. That's fine. You know, like that's yeah. too cool. And even my coworkers were like, I hate that movie because we had to hear, listen to it all the time. But I had the older kids, so they weren't as bad about it. So I like love that movie still. It's a, movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. My dad loves it too. He, I come home and he's just watching cartoons all the time. It's also interesting because uh, it doesn't end the way a normal, right, like fairy tale type Disney thing ends. And I thought that was kind of. Cool. I liked that a lot. I think that's why I like it so yeah. much is because it's like, yeah, this is. And they made a point to be like, you think it's gonna end like that, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. No. Yeah. Uh, I heard the this new one ends in murder suicide. So perfect, <laughs> which is also new. Um, <laughs> yeah, usually they start with murder. Yeah, <laughs> yes. This one ends with murder. We start with parents dying in every Disney every movie. Every fucking one. And that's got to be why I always wonder because watching the kids play, and I think we did this too. 
but you know they'd play house or whatever yeah. and they'd be like okay we're all brothers and sisters our parents are dead uh like yes. every time and i'm like i hope you know that when your kids are playing you're dead you're always dead <laughs> it's <laughs> it's true and i when i see my the little lesson i used to but all the games they play are so morbid <laughs> they really and are. so like and i'm like why you know i remember that <laughs> They had these little figurines. They were like little crabs. I don't know why. They're gone. But, like, we get toys. We ship them out. But for, <laughs> for two months, they were into these, like, little toy plastic crab things that you could, like, wind up and they'd walk around. And I was like, they were, like, doing something. They're all dancing around. I'm like, oh, what are, what are the crabs up to? They're having a party. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because Bob died and they hated him. Holy shit. I'm just like, keep moving. All, all right. right. <laughs> What did Bob do? What the oh, yeah, oh that's, God. That's why those little girls in all the horror movies, I guess, they're terrifying. Right, they are scary. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. We had I had some, some fun kids, honestly, that I don't really talk about on stage. But that were, I liked the weird ones more than anybody else, I think. But then you're like, okay, maybe home might not be the best place. And we had this girl, Hannah, who she was so weird. And like she she loved Rocky Horror Picture Show and she was oh, like weird. seven. Yeah, and then one day she opened her lunchbox and there was just a pack of cigarettes in there and I was like, oh, okay, all right. Oh, Home shit. might not be <laughs> going <laughs> the way we thought. You know, was just, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's so funny. That's a scene in a movie. It really is. Boys and girls club, a pack of cigarettes oh, and yeah. a fucking... Like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, we had some... I don't think that one necessarily, but I had some CPS calls for oh. stuff that wasn't like, like we had some that were like, oh, you might, there might be physical abuse, but then others that was like odd acting out, which is normally like yeah. a sign of abuse. And so we had to call for some weird stuff. We, there was a girl that would poop on the floor in the school all the time. Like, but she was like eight. But see, that's not, I mean, we're going down real dark territory now, but that's like a thing abused people do. Right. right. Yes. Like, and we like get public. trained on that, yeah. but it never happened to us until she, <laughs> she shit in a cup and put it in like the play refrigerator. <laughs> 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 and then went and told someone that like it was in there. And so the other poor guy had to like oh. clean up court counselor to clean it up. But yeah, that was a CPS call because we were like, no, no. yeah, you were and like. So apparently the school had been trying to figure out who it was that was shitting on the floor, and then they put it together that it was her. And so it all kind of came. And we knew the backstory of the home life. It wasn't wasn't bad, but mom wasn't around at first, but yeah. now was and was trying to really be better. And so I always felt bad for her mom because she was trying so hard. But yeah, that kid was oh. rough. But it's weirder stuff that like that where you're like, all right. This is, I'm I got to pay attention to this. I'm also <laughs> trying to imagine the call home if it was for my kids. <laughs> like, um, your daughter, Olive, um, she put shit in the refrigerator. <laughs> right. Like, oh boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and it's, we had some stuff like where you'd call them and they'd be like, yeah, we just can't get her to stop doing this one thing. And they're like, ah, she does that. You know, like, they're like, oh, I don't know how to get her to stop either or whatever. And a couple just, like, emotional, a couple kids, like, maybe on the spectrum and whatnot. And so they would deal with high emotions just differently. And sometimes you couldn't get them to calm down, and that was just, like, a thing. But that wasn't ever, like, there wasn't anything going on. The parents just like, yeah, we're working on it. You know, like, it's, this is what we deal with yeah. at home as well. And Yeah, yeah and my... Uh... My Christy, my wife, has to do that sometimes because she is a paraeducator. But like with a lot of times with 
I can't remember the exact name. They don't have special ed anymore. That's not a name. Mm. But it's uh, kids who need like a one-on-one person because they have behavior troubles. Mm. Some of the stuff she comes home with, I'm just like, this is. Well, he did kind of bite me. I mean, it didn't hurt, but I'm just like, he bit you? Right. You know what I mean? Like, Man. It's just insane. Well, and then it's like, it was always a thing for me. Like, I liked that kid the most, you know? We had a couple that weren't, didn't necessarily need to be with, like, in a separate classroom or anything, but they were, I don't know, diagnosed with mm-hmm. things and needed help and stuff. But a couple of them are just, they're too smart. Is what it, They're too smart for being around these kids, you know, and so getting fights a lot, spit in the teacher's face and stuff because he's just bored of it. Yeah. But he, he loved me, of course. <laughs> it's like, great, okay. You get in a fight, he's like running down the street, and I'm like, hey, you got to got to come back and then he just starts crying and he's like these kids are fucking assholes and i was like yeah you're kind of right honestly (laughs) i told his mom because his mom really liked me too she came to a show once too and she was like you're like a whisperer for him like i don't know what and i I looked at her and i go i think i'm just as angry as he is and she started laughing so hard but i was like "Ooh, that might have been a little too too true but yeah (laughs) maybe i need a one yeah i was like i don't know if this is good yeah (laughs) that's so funny though because it's like you have a couple jokes about your time at the Boys mm-hmm. and Girls Club, but it's also that's it's so funny that like this giant vast experience with all these things gets boiled down to like two jokes, right? And you're like, this one kid's kind an of, asshole. That's, and, yeah, yeah, it's well because I do like that's kind of the it goes in that direction where you're yeah. like, actually, it's because I was invested and I did really want these kids to like be good, you know? Yeah, and uh, so it's not <laughs> yeah, and there's so many stories of. You, Tell, oh, and then they did this and this, but that's kind of boring on stage. It you're is. like, oh, this one time this kid did this. Yeah, yeah. it's. It really... And also with the crazy stuff, you're like, oh, that's could be because of abuse. I don't really want to talk about yeah, that exactly. on stage. You exactly. Know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, I'll, I'm going to blame Mike Coletta, your co host, because yeah, something I said on my podcast uh, last week was I was talking about how the skills I have as a comedian that I have to offer my children. They just, <laughs> they don't get it. They just look at me like I'm crazy in the same way that my dad can fix and build everything. And so my whole childhood, he just, I'd be helping him, mm-hmm. but he'd be like, hand me the seven eights. And I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck, what's that? What about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but my son, there's a kid at school who says to my son, every time in the hallway, did you drop your chode today? Like, just in a week, because my son's so quiet, and, like, they're just trying to, I don't think it's bullying, they're just trying to, like, let's right. get the shy kid to say Yeah, they're trying know? to fuck with him a bit. And so they're like, all the time, did you drop your chode today? And I, so I said to my son, I said, next time go, yeah, I dropped it on your mom. <laughs> and he just looked at me like I was insane. And then Mike <laughs> texted me, and he's like, tell me that's a bit. And I said, it's not. And then I was, like, on my way to a show. So this part's not Mike's fault. I didn't organize it. I didn't put it together. But I like, when I said the line to the crowd, tell, uh, tell him you dropped it on their mom, the sound they made <laughs> of horror that not only <laughs> I was like a bad father, but a bad comedian. <laughs> Just like, like oh, awesome. that's not no. right. He's like, hey, did you drop your chow? And I was like, hey, what do you say back? And then, and then he's like, I don't say anything. I'm like, well, the next time he says, did you drop your chow? You say, yeah, it fell on your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Pick a side, bulliers. So funny. So Mike talked me into trying to joke that bombed pretty horrifically. But well, they, I mean, <laughs> it's 
it's not the first time he's done that. But. That's that's why no one should get positive feedback ever. It right. leads they to bad decisions. Like everything you say is funny. Go ahead, try it. <laughs> uh, but that's but I also didn't even like organ. I just went up like it was a podcast and started talking about the right. You know, like okay, I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. that's a thing that happened. But yeah, that it is it is funny how. Uh, <laughs> and again, like it, it can never, it can't be too real. Like I feel like I'm honest. So are you? We're honest on stage, but it's also like there's a limit. If you get too real, people are like, mm. I get, yeah. I mean, that that's the stuff. Like with the relationship stuff. Like I'm excited to write about that, but it has to be done so specifically that it's 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 just gonna take me longer than I want it to. Yeah. People did that to me too when I was I had skin cancer, and people were like, well. <laughs> Because you can write jokes about it now. And I was like, oh, I'm trying to, like, process this mentally first. Thank yeah. you. And then eventually it ended up being, like, one joke, you know. And it's yeah. it's just not, yes, the truth is funny. But just the truth is if, not. Yeah. If you <laughs> had a one-woman show called Skin Cancer. Right. I mean, you might want to work on the title. But <laughs> Cancer that's, Girl. That's <laughs> I've been called that before. I was like, cool. That's one thing. Because then people know what they're in for. But if it's, like. Hey, here's some funny jokes about whatever, and then also some real, real shit about having skin cancer. Right. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to fit that in there, and uh, so it almost has to be like a Nanette type situation. It has to be like a, right. a one person show. Yeah. And but that's not what we fucking do. Man. No. We're 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 in the belly of the beast here. We're in Wichita. Right. <laughs> People are drinking buckets of beer. They talk don't... about beer again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I was yeah. done with the drinking jokes, right. but okay. You know? <laughs> so yeah, that is a stand-up comedy is not, all those things are true, confessional and honest and all those things are, but you're right. It's like just true. Yeah. No. You want, you want true? Uh, go to any open mic. Yeah. Cause there's people with no punchlines, just talking about really real shit. And then they're like, and it's like, oh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh. It's my, my favorite punchline. Wow. <laughs> anyways. Uh. <laughs> my dad beat me as a child. Anyway, what else is going yeah. on? You're like, that's it? You just wanted to bring it up? It's a very, like, newer comic thing, I think, to do. But then they, they go, they'll say some dark shit. It didn't go the way they wanted. And they go, oh, this is just therapy for me. I hate it when people say that. Yes. But I do like remember, I I don't think I've ever really felt like that because I was so so nervous on stage. But when you do start to talk about real stuff, and I feel a bit of pressure to do that as like a feminist woman, like mm-hmm. I do feel like there's realer things that I need to be talking about, and it's just not. It just takes so much longer than I think people realize to be like, I'm going to talk about this serious thing. It's going to be funny. Give me yeah. a second. You know, yeah. I have material about my brother that's taken me three years, and I, I do think it's kind of working itself out now. But I can't even work on it because I'm going to record my album in a month, so I'm like yeah. fixing so that, that stuff. That yeah, 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 it's yeah. just it just takes longer to make fun of the truth. And and you're right. It's not just, here's the truth. You know? Yeah. Because you're like, that's just a story, and that's weird. But I, I'll, I'll say this about you is you don't have to talk about being a feminist on stage to have the same impact as just you being on stage (laughs) and talking about and being funny and talking about things even if it's not the whole truth or it's not about you're also not selling out your principles in any way you're you know what i mean you're you're not like oh i'm just gonna pretend i'm this character to 
make people. I mean, we kind of all do that a little bit, but it's, yeah. but you know, even that is, <clears throat> even that is, uh, uh, it's worth doing. I mean, just the representation of, of, you know, you being here on the road. I mean, that's worth something. I mean, if you're worried, if you're worried about your, uh, your feminist impact in the world, it's like, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, just doing middle of the road jokes as a woman in Wichita is as impactful <laughs> as a TED talk about feminism to people who are already feminists. That's true. Okay. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. Uh, I mean, you're you're out here doing God's work as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I keep telling people. But... <laughs> That's how I close. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting me do God's work. Yeah, right. like, oh, I like do it. most Sundays. I do. Say let the Lord in when I get on stage, and everybody's like, "What?" Like, <laughs> it makes me laugh. Uh, all right, <laughs> I think we made our point. Uh, yeah. Thank you for doing this. Of Any, course. What What do you got to plug? What's your uh, What are you at on like Twitter, that kind of stuff? Oh, everything's my name. So at Monica Nevy. My website is monicanevy.com. There's links to all the stuff, including the documentary series and um, my YouTube, which has the meditations and stuff. And then I'm recording my album the 26th through 29th of december at the comedy underground in seattle so come check to be there check that out thank you monica <laughs> thank you <laughs> this podcast is free and it's worth it talk to you next week <laughs>